0: Mr. Lucas himself, the staff here, numbers fifteen, has assured me that if I am serious about this job, and I truly am, I will someday fill the shoes my stationery suggests. Meanwhile, I suppose I will just have to pay my dues with a meager salary and meager existence as I dredge through a pile of unsolicited manuscripts. Home right now is a basement studio in a mostly Italian section of Manhattan. Decent housing here is about as scarce as open space. You learn to take what you can get and can afford. Here's my new address 424 Monroe Avenue, Number 6, New York, New York, 10003. How are you doing now that we're no longer in school? Perhaps you and your beloved Brad are living in sin. What's happening with the boutique venture? Or have you decided to get a job? Ha ha. I got a letter from Gabriella yesterday. She's teaching at a business college in Vancouver, and if I know her, she's not above giving private lessons to the right six-foot-four male student. Smile. Haven't heard from Kelly since I moved here. I guess the mail travels at a snail's pace from London, or so I'd like to believe. Well, I must get back to the task at hand, boring as it is. Take care, and write soon with love, Tammy. P.S. This marks the first time, other than summer vacations, that we've lived apart since our freshman year. Aren't Gabe and Kelly lucky that they only had to put up with us for two years? A letter from Gabriella, Vancouver, British Columbia, 21st June, 1980. Dear Jess, I was so thrilled to receive your letter yesterday. It is so hard to believe that we are no longer crammed into that apartment while cramming for exams. I, for one, am glad to see those days finally over so that I can get on with my life. So you actually plan to follow through on the boutique idea? I always assumed it was just a college student's dream. But then you did major in retail management as an undergrad, didn't you? I admire you for wanting to start your own business and having the guts to try it. I wish you luck. How does Bradford into your master plan? Speaking of personal lives, mine is over. At least with Martin Brentley. It was so hard to tell him that I was breaking off our engagement after he had been patient with me for more than four years. However, isn't it better to be honest about your feelings before than after the fact? A part of me will always love Martin. The other part of me has changed a lot from the twenty-year-old girl who foolishly got engaged to a fast food worker, even though she knew she would be leaving him behind in Victoria, Canada to pursue a master's degree in business and an American lifestyle, both of which changed her and what she saw in him forever. At twenty-two and a half, I'm really not ready to marry anyone. I'm not sure what I want in the way of a relationship. Except that I'm tired of feeling pressured by men into marriage. I count at least three guys at MSU who proposed to me. Professionally, things are better. I landed a job as an instructor at a Vancouver business school. Can you imagine me, someone who always fell asleep during the long, boring economics lectures, educating students? Most of the students in my classes are 18 and 19 years old. For the first time in my life, I'm feeling old. I'm not sure if this will become my life's work, but for now it's paying the bills. I've taken a one-bedroom apartment just a block from the school and an island away from Martin. Well, I'd better sign off for now. My cat Pfeiffer's getting antsy for food, and so am I. Hope to hear from you soon, and the other half of our gang. Friends always. Gabe. P.S. I can hardly wait until the four of us can get together for a reunion. What stories we'll probably have to tell? A letter from Kelly, London, England, 30th June, 1980 Dear Jessica, How are you? I know, I promised to write as soon as I found a place to live, but I developed a serious case of procrastination. I guess old habits are hard to break. I'll try to be better in the future. I've just written Gabe, but don't have Tammy's address. Please send it when you write if she gave it to anyone it would be you i'm living in a tiny flat in a section of london called earl's court the area is somewhat comparable economically.